Hello, and welcome back to the IBD Dietitian Podcast. My name is Nicole, a registered dietitian food lover with Crohn's disease. (laughs) So today I was thinking about a couple of new things that I've learned slash heard in a different way I've never heard before. And I'm starting this idea with the fact that all of the diet changes I've tried to make in an attempt to help my Crohn's, not just my symptoms, but to help my body heal, have been unsuccessful. And it's not because I don't know what to do, because for the most part, I have a general sense of the diet that I should be following that would help heal my Crohn's. This is supposed to be with medication. Now, I'm still back and forth on medication at this point, but I know what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it. And this has been my entire life. This has been, you know, I'm an emotional eater. I've always eaten to help either escape from my emotions or to help guide my emotions. I've either used eating super healthy as a way to control and feel better about myself, or I've, you know, said F it and just eaten whatever I want to eat as a way to escape responsibility and life for a day or two or maybe a week. (laughs) So I was listening to Dr. John Deloney um, and he has a YouTube channel, but really where I heard him was he was on the Rachel Cruz show. Uh, If you don't know Rachel Cruz, she is the daughter of Dave Ramsey, the financial, you know, personal finance guru guy. Um, And they were talking about like mental health and finances And he said, mental health really boils down to three things, feeling safe, feeling in control and feeling connection. And when you look at Crohn's disease in the aspect of those three things, maybe not for all of us, but definitely for some of us, we don't feel safe because our body is literally attacking itself and you don't know what's going to happen, you know, as time goes on and what your body's going to do to you. You don't feel safe with medications that you're on because of X, Y, and Z side effects. You don't feel in control because whatever you put in your mouth could have a different effect one day to the next. Um, You know, even without putting anything in your mouth, your body does random things. You're just not in control of what's happening. Um, And connection is really hard because uh, the way we live in our society, we live with food being the center of holidays and celebrations and going out to eat and people drinking. And I'm sure most of us are foregoing an excessive or any amount of alcohol based purely because it affects symptoms and makes us feel worse, you know, and so that's hard. Um, A big thing that I've always liked to do is go out and go golfing. And if my symptoms are bad, it hurts it's uncomfortable. I used to drink and golf and now I don't drink and uh, it's not quite the same experience and the people that you're with kind of look at you like, well, why are you being a Debbie Downer and you know, why don't you partake, you know? And it's, so it's, it is hard. It's hard to feel a connection. And then uh, for those of us following like a specific carbohydrate diet or a very strict, like I'm gluten-free, yeast-free right now, going out to eat is nearly impossible. And so that it's hard to do the connection thing and to connect with other people. And people worrying about, oh, well, you know, my car is breaking down and I got to pay this and life sucks. And I'm sitting here like, well, I might have a hole in my intestines. So, yeah, I hear I hear you. You know, <laughs> like it's not the same. It's not the same level. Um, but on top of that, I was I read a study and this will all connect. I know this sounds like I'm rambling, but I was reading a study. And of course, I don't I don't have the reference for it on the top of my head. I didn't even print it or save it, but it just popped into my head this morning they took mice, induced colitis into the mice, um, 
and they do this various different ways by messing with genetics or whatever. Um, and they had them exercise and they were testing whether or not exercise can help, you know, with inflammation and with the course of colitis. And they either put the group of mice under stress induced exercise, or they put them through like a more casual leisure physical activity routine. And they found that exercise does help with inflammation as long as it's not under a state of stress. So if you, you know, creating an exercise routine for health is adding stress into your life, you're going into it like, oh, I hate this, I don't want to do this, this is like the worst thing I have to do in my day, it may not help, it may not be effective. And also on top of that, you know, when I was going through this past week, into this past weekend, of I'm not going to eat sugar, I'm not going to eat gluten, I'm not going to have dairy, I'm not going to have yeast, of course. Um, I went into this weekend thinking that, doing that, and all I wanted was a cup of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts with butter pecan, sweetened swirl, and some cream. And I kept telling myself, I can't have that. And what was I doing? Stressing. I was depressed. I was upset. And you think that diet, that bland diet with, with nothing in it, was helping me in the moment of feeling like my life was ending? Feeling like, what's the point of living if I have to live like this? Why am I here? Am I just here to exist for the other people in my life? Because that's how I was feeling. That's how I got to. It's like, why, why am I even alive? So following a super strict diet, yeah, it can be good for you. It can be good for your gut health. It can improve your gut permeability. It can heal you, etc. But not if you feel that way. <laughs> and so I gave myself some leeway. And I've had sugar. And I don't feel terrible. I didn't give up on the gluten. I'm still not eating gluten, still not eating yeast, because those are things that I feel I can manage going without, at least for now. Yeast is going to be a forever thing, I feel. But the gluten is here and there, you know. But I, st- I don't feel terrible. Not like I was feeling before when I was going hog wild and eating whatever I wanted. I still feel better. And I was eating a lot of sugar. <laughs> Yesterday I had a lot of sugar and I feel great this morning. So I'm not saying I'm going to eat sugar like that. I'm, I'm actually swearing off sugar the next few days because my body needs a break. And I can tell my body needs a break. Even though I'm digestively, I feel okay. My skin is getting a little dry. My teeth are starting to bother me. It's because I'm eating too much sugar. So the way I was looking at that this morning is what can I control? Because out of those three things, safety, control, and connection, the most important Safety is obviously very important to me, but how much can I control my safety? How much can I control what my body's going to do? I can only control it by what I do with my diet or the medications that I'm choosing or not choosing. So in a sense, they go hand in hand. I can control what I can control and that will lead to whatever safety I have available at my fingertips. So I'm controlling my diet by choosing to be healthier, to eat healthier the best way that I can. And I've always wanted to go towards a plant-based diet. And so the best way to do that is to cut back on the sugar for a bit, give my body a break, start adding in some vegetables and see how I feel. And if that's okay, I'll add in more. But I have to take the sugar out during the trial because the sugar skews the results. Because sugar does make me feel bad. Sugar does give me gas. And it gives me a little bit of cramping if I go overboard. Like yesterday morning, my stomach was cramping. And I haven't had cramping in months. 
I was going overboard on the sugar. So I'm taking a break, but it's not forever and it's in my control. And the other aspect of this I just want to throw out there is if you start having to justify your choices, like I'm saying I'm not drinking, eating sugar today and tomorrow, 100% no sugar. Tomorrow morning I wake up and I'm like, I want the sweetened coffee from Dunkin'. I'm like, well, you know, I was good yesterday. So just one today won't, you know, I start doing that. I'm making the decision for the wrong reason. I'm saying I want to do this because I want to feel in control. So I have to remind myself that I'm making the decision not to have it. That is in my control also. I can control not to do the thing as much as I can control to do the thing. (laughs) So it's all about what do you want to control and why do you want to control it? Do you want to take control of your life and take control of your health? And if so, figure that out. What is that answer? And remember that answer. And know that diet is flexible and it doesn't have to be strict in order to heal and get healthy. And I'm also taking vitamin D and zinc supplements, <laughs> which do help with health. I mean, it's something small. It's silly, I know. But they both modulate the immune system. And that's what this is all about. We need to modulate our immune system in a healthy way. So getting zinc and getting vitamin D. Double check zinc to make sure you're deficient before you start taking it. That's the only reason you need to take zinc. Vitamin D you probably should take all time, all the time, because we don't know how much we actually need. And even if your levels are normal, as long as they're not high, you should probably be taking vitamin D. But talk to your doctor. I am not a doctor. That is just a recommendation based on the research, uh, based on my nutrition background. This is what I know. So that's where I'm at. And that's what I'm thinking is take control, choose the control, and be in control of your life and your health. That's it for today. And I look forward to speaking with you next time.